today's episode is brought to you by DNA Sports Training. If you or someone you know wants to take their game to the next level, then hit it. DNA Sports Training. Visit dnasportsdenver.com to book a training session. We offer specialized sports training from football to track and fields and everything else in between. Whether you're an offensive or defensive lineman wanting to get better off the ball, or you're an athlete wanting to improve your speed and agility, we have something for you over at DNA. Visit dnasportsdenver.com right now and sign up. Yeah. What's happening, Pimpin'? We're back, we're back, we're back. Once what again. How you doing, brother? Man, I can't complain, bro. How you doing? I'm doing great. And for those of you who don't know, it's the DNA Sports Podcast. I'm Coach Dom. This is my brother. Coach Al, what's up? And we're back again to bring you the latest and greatest with most of the... <laughs> <laughs> This motherfucker thought he was uh, thought you were warming <laughs> up for slow jams. I know I did. Yeah, ladies and gentlemen, we are <laughs> here to bring you that train. soul train. Bob, Mike, and Leo are in the back waiting to come in. Or I should have hit him with the hello. You have reached movie phone. Hello. Nah, dude, you, you don't got the voice for it. You ain't got the pipes for that shit, I son. I ain't got the I ain't got the wind pipes. You ain't got the wind pipes. What's up, bro? So but what's you, what's going down? Uh, a little bit of everything, bro. It's fucking been a minute since we actually was talking like just DNA and what we're doing. You know, um, we just got done doing all out too. Shout out to to Mario and Icon Boxing for that. That shit was fun, and it went all out, bro. It was definitely a fun event. Um, Dude. definitely, you know, raised the bar again. Um, and not surprising, but it was a great event. We had a blast. There was great fights, great atmosphere. You know, it was just a great scene all around. I had a blast, bro. Um, great scenery. Uh, you know, all the liquor around and the the food and the fights and you know, we were stuck in the middle. It felt like a real, like a real fucking. You know, I mean, I know it's a real a real show, but it felt like big time show. Yeah, man, right in the for, city. It was for sure, and and some good fights too. There was a lot of action. Yep. You know, we seen some stoppages. Yes, you we know, did. A A one came out there, bro, and 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 they did their thing. You know, shout out to them. They're getting Dude. love on our YouTube channel right now. So, shout out to them. OG Hastings, shout out to Icon, shout out to all the teams that were out there. It was a great, great event, man. Yeah, dude. And you know, speaking of that, but um, freaking shout out to A one. They're out in freaking Vegas right now for for a big That's tournament right. out there, man. So that it was fun, bro. Everyone, everyone was cool, bro. Um, all the coaches that we got a chance to that came by the booth and said what up. Um, all the fighters that we got to interview, uh, Raleigh, yeah, your Raleigh was dope. Uh, Mario hooking it up with that big ass uh, bout at the end of the night, and then us being able to get it signed by Raleigh, man, that was pretty cool too, bro. So, um, lots to be excited about, lots to be proud about, man. It was fun, dude. I had a blast, and you know, I look forward to to doing something like that again. I know we've been talking about some things that we'll keep under wraps for right now, but yeah. you know, it's 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 I've enjoyed streaming, bro. I've enjoyed enjoyed doing that. Um, it's really fun. Yeah, man. I almost wish there was a little bit more of it. You know what I mean? And like you said, there's some things in the works, some things in talks right now, and hopefully everything plays out the way it's supposed to play out. But you know, it it has been a blast, bro. A little bit of change of pace from coaching the sports to calling the sports yeah. a little bit more and doing some commentating. And well, you and, know, and, and it's 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 cool to see somebody else's hard work and and everything. You know, transpire in front of your eyes. Yeah, 
And you you know you talk about about uh, um, you know coaching and stuff. Our little guys, man. We we you know it, it happened fast. Uh, shout out to the Wolfpack. Don't look now. Third grade. Um, but dude, we're we're last game of the regular season. Um, control our destiny to to make the playoffs and to do our thing. Hopefully, you know, hopefully we can go far in that and uh, you know make make some tough decisions later on down the road on 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 uh, you know who we want to have to uh, lean on. Yeah, that's for sure, bro. And and yeah, you said it, it's been great. You know, we went. You know, we lost our first two games, but you know, closely contested games. Yeah, um, we we're still getting into our rhythm. Needless to say, we should have we should have won. At least one of those games for sure. Yeah, we definitely didn't get our, you know, our, our asses handed to us at no point. You yeah. know, we, we hung in with both of them teams. And, you know, I take responsibility for that one, bro. No, it, it happens. You know, we'll take it on the chin. We'll move on. But ever since then, we've been rolling. Oh. And and we got momentum. We have one more week before the playoffs. Looks like if, you know, we do what we expect to do tomorrow, we should be finishing at like a number two seed going into the playoffs. So, you know. I, I plan to ride that momentum all the way through. Well, and I can speak for what I feel, bro, because I feel like uh, offensively we found our groove finally. You know, we kind of found some things that work for us. I'm excited to uh, some of the stuff that we installed this week. Yeah. Um, I'm, I'm excited to get to calling that and get to get to messing with that because um, I know that has some potential for us to, to be real explosive and to do some things that we haven't done. So uh, it's it's fun, man. This is the kind of this is the time of year that you hope to get to and you hope to make it to, and to be able to get here and have our own destiny in our hands. Uh, you you really can't ask for more than that. And uh, you know we'll see. You know sometimes you just got to go play the games and let let the chips fall where they do. So yeah, for sure. And you know what, bro? It's honestly like even in times where we don't look as crisp as we like it, right? Because we're perfectionists. We're throwing a lot at these kids and they're very young but they're very advanced yeah. you know what I mean and for and, and football terminology I have to think about that all the time like you know like we're asking them to do a whole lot that let's face it there's some kids going into freshman year who don't know what right. our kids know that's so, true you know when when it comes down to it bro like wins and losses yeah that's all great that's all fine and dandy everybody else can fight for bragging rights and who's the best team in the state I don't give a shit about that I want to develop the best athletes in the state. That's it. And that's, that's it. it, bro. And I don't care to win trophies or nothing like that. I want to build good football players and young men so that way when they go to high school, they're a great example for their teammates. Get them to where they need to be, man. And, and um, you know, that's our job, bro. We're not getting them any college scholarships or offers or any of that crap right now. They're so young. That's not the, that's not the deal. So I, I agree with you, bro. You know, it feels good to win, though. Yeah, and don't get it wrong, that's always the expectation, yeah, right? Yeah, absolutely. Never have you heard me say, like, anything less than winning is acceptable. Right. You know what I mean? So, you know, we're definitely not here to do anything but win. Right. But at the same time, bro, like, I'm not hanging my coach's whistle up because I don't win a youth championship. Yeah, you're you know right. You know what I'm saying? Like, well, and there's a lot of people that um, act like they're playing the games. Oh, yeah. Do they, they you know... They lose their mind about it, and it's just unfortunate for, um, you know, it's unfortunate for for the kids that are playing to have to kind of take back seat sometimes to actions of grown people, you know, grown folks. Yeah, for sure. And you know, with not only our football's getting exciting, there's a bunch of exciting football going on yep. all around, not only locally, but 
high schools getting into the playoff high, high schools get into that time of the year too bro yeah. so you know we have a real big game going down tonight with two top top teams in the nation um you got number one matter day versus number nine saint john bosco Bro, they, they said tickets sold out in six minutes, dude. That's for that ridiculous, game. bro. They, but the, it, it's not surprising. No, no. And, 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 you know, when you consider the amount of talent that they have on the field for this game, uh, 76 FBS offers. So they got 76 kids on, 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 on the squad. So I think 40 on Matter Day, 36 on St. John Bosco that all have FBS offers. That's crazy. What state do you think, and this is kind of a curveball, and we've talked we've about this We've done about this, though. Past, though. Yeah. But in your opinion, what state do you think is like the the state for talent, bro? Like because, talent or, some of or these kids, the some love of, of football? Or even teams, right? Let's just say talented teams because some of these kids, let's keep it real. Some of these kids go to call or high school in total different states. Yeah. Shout out to fucking uh, Trent Seaborn over there at Thompson in Alabama. You know, he, yeah. he, you know he's we played football out here for the junior buffs yep. and he's out there now. You know what I mean? Like, well, you know, I think um, like if, if in terms of like high school football talent, you'd have to, we've talked about it plenty of times, you know, Florida, Texas, California, maybe Ohio, Pennsylvania, you know, them teams, they, they produce talent. Michigan produces a lot of talent, you know? Um, but I'd say the big three, Texas, Florida, and, and, and California, man, they probably produce some of the most talent. There's no, re, no excuse or no uh, mistake in why, um, teams recruit them states so heavily too. Yeah, that's for sure. Um, hey man, I'm excited to see, um, you know what that game you know kind of entails. Last year, I think Matter Day beat them early, and then they lost to them in in, in state. Mm-hmm. So you know, I, it's interesting because you see some of them names, and we talked about this doing the fights. Like we don't know who we're watching. We might be watching somebody that one day is great, and you know we don't know it at the time. But you know, it turns out. That's what happens, and it's the same thing with these matchups between like Matter Day and, and St. B- John Bosco, or you know, you get Dunkerville matching up with a good team, or IMG. You never know who you're watching. You might be watching somebody that one day is going to be very, very great and might be a game changer. Mm-hmm. No, that's for sure. You know what, man? I really would like to see Creek start to like try to compete with a lot of these other teams a little bit. You know what I mean? Like, I know we've had a couple of games, but. I'm just looking down the list, bro, and, like... They fall down there pretty far, don't they? Yeah, it would be nice to see them a little bit higher on this list. Like, I don't see them for a while, and I'm not going to continue to look, but... It just goes to show you, though, I mean, I mean, Colorado football, they, they got some good players, but when it comes to team success and team talent, they're not quite on that level yet. Yeah, no, because when we went out to Ohio, we played that one team, and it was a decent game, but it was... We were outmatched. Yeah. Yeah, you know, um, going back a little bit, man, and, and, you know, talking about the talent, I thought it was cool, man, um, with boxing, with with All Out, seeing some of them young kids in there. And, you know, we kind of talked about it. We don't know who's going to be what, but, like, you got the David Shaviras, you got, you know, Issa's of the the events, you know, where they flash. And you're like, yo, these these kids might, if they get the chance or if they decide to go, same with like little Mike, you know MCF, and yep. you know all these kids X, all these kids that have the not only the talent but the persona with them too, the confidence in their ability. You know, um, I know you don't like to see kids always like that, and kids are like, oh, they're cocky. People think they're cocky, but yeah, sometimes in sports and in certain sports, you have to carry a certain confidence about yourself. Well. And you said certain sports, and I definitely know you're talking for sure boxing. Cause yeah, you can't go in there like a like a 
you have to go in there like an alpha, bro. You, you can't gotta go in there yep. like you're, you're gonna lose. You gotta be that dude. And you can be a quiet alpha. You can, but I, you know. I think you have a little fun with it, and I think boxing's the exception because that's kind of, for the longest time, that's kind of in boxing is the showmanship, you know, and that's how you get views and people to watch and and so much, and you know, you want to get noticed and recognition, and that's the way to get it. Yeah, and and you know, it, it was you know, it was really cool too. Is like even some of the kids in in defeat. Yeah, some of the kids in defeat, some of the boxers that were there in defeat, some of the older guys like. They were still classy, bro. Like, I didn't really see too many people crying about like, yep. what happened. You know, there were some. Even the controversy. I was yeah, going to say, there was some controversy. Wouldn't have been boxing the, without controversy. But, but even them guys still held their heads, you know what I mean? Like, and didn't, yep. didn't like, make it about them necessarily. You know what I mean? Like, and that, and that shout out to, you know, the, the other Chavaria brother. Like, yeah, Jonathan. Yep. Jonathan Chavaria. He, you know, he had a very controversial match. Yep. And. His brother won, and he at the you know he didn't really make it about me 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 yeah. and my match. He was just giving love to his brother, and that's cool to see. You know what I mean? And I we got a chance to talk to him a little bit off air, um, and we recorded that, and maybe I'll put it out. I didn't want to, I didn't want to, I didn't want to like put anything negative on him because you know what he did he did a dang good job of being yeah. humble and, and accepting you know the circumstances of his defeat and saying you know what i'll put it on my own back to go back to the drawing board and be better next time and yeah. you know so i didn't want i didn't want to put out the interview and have it look like you know he, he didn't he didn't say anything that made it look like he was sour but you know sometimes people can be like oh you're doing an interview about losing like yeah no nah, man like he was just speaking his his truth and uh saying you know he's gonna get better and you know, his brother and rooting his brother on. And so they've got an event coming up in November. I'm excited to see what they do. And hopefully they have a, a good turnout for their thing. Oh, shout out to OG Hastings. Yeah, man. They be putting in the work, you know, great gym, um, great supporting staff too. Like, yep. you know what I mean? Not just the the coaches, but just the parents and, and the viewers online, the viewers that were in, in person. Like, I got to give a shout out real quick, bro. To moms? To, nah, I got to give a shout out. Well, shout out to, to moms. But I got to give a shout out to little, little Noah Aguero oh, yeah, and yeah, Aiden yeah. Martinez, bro. Yeah. Them little Gs were cool, bro. And sure. and even in defeat, you know, they they were just happy, bro. And they were they were passionate about boxing and about, you know, doing living, chasing your dreams and stuff like that, dude. As, yeah. as little guys, dude, little 9 and 10-year-olds, dude. So I thought that was real cool. Get them little guys a special shout out for sure. How about all the positive messages from yes. the youngsters? You know what I mean? Like little Jacob, you know, got up there and said, you know, I just want to tell everybody out there if there's something in life that you want to do it, you can do it as yep. long as you work for it. Yep. What a great message from a kid who is still so young. And still working for it. Yeah, bro. That just, you know, you have to want nothing but great things for a kid like that. Even, you know, like. The percentage of kids really making it professional in the sport that they they play as a kid is very slim to yep, none. Yep. But when you hear a kid like put in the hard work and say things like that, bro, you can't do nothing but hope for nothing but success for them. Yeah, man, for sure. And if you guys haven't had a chance to, make sure you hit up our YouTube channel, um, DNA Sports Training, DNA Sports uh, Sports Denver. Um, you, you go check out you if you want watch the fight i mean it's it's it, it we did what almost 9 hours of, of streaming yeah. um there was 20 25 fights 26 scheduled 25 actually went down um 
great interviews. We got to interview Raleigh Romero, the 140-pound super lightweight champion. Great dude, humble dude, loved coming out there for the kids. So if you haven't, man, go check out the YouTube. Numbers are flying on that, bro. We're, we're, we're about 2,000 views for the actual fight itself, all eight hours of the stream. Yeah, and then them shorts I made, man, they're, they're that, going viral. That's what I was just about to say. And if you don't got the time right now to check out the whole fight, check out the shorts, and it'll just tell you why you should go watch the whole event. Fabian Kovos with that, with that mean yeah, knockout, bro. Ooh, that body bro. shot was fire, dude. Folded, folded my man like a chair, and he was humble about it too, bro. He he was up there afterwards showing old boy where he where he showed, you know, that opening for it and was coaching them up. I thought that was very and, cool. And then it was cool to hear him break it down, bro, because yeah. I watched him telegraph it. So like to get him, hell yeah, on shout the out to you, just scored a touchdown, and, my bad, and really talk about like how he was waiting for it. He was kind of eating some of those punches, yep, waiting yep. his turn, waiting his turn, and bam. Yeah, dude. And, bro, that was – it was just – Call of the night, by, might I say, too. That was a fantastic call by you, bro. Right on, bro. You know, sometimes they're just – you can't help but let your excitement come out through Yeah, dude. I thought that was our best our best call, and you were killing it, man. You were right on the spot, you know, talking about him getting hit with that right, and then, oh, yeah. <laughs> body shot. Yeah, what a body <laughs> shot. Oh, man, you it know. Down goes Frazier. <laughs> Great job, yeah, man. Yo, right shout out down. again, Icon Boxing, for their event. All out too Definitely was all out um, Shout out to all the camps That showed up uh, It was it was fun man um, It was very fun Yeah great experience bro Like we can say we did that Yeah we did In life You know what I mean Regardless like This is just fun for us Like this Whatever happens with DNA And the podcast Like this is what we enjoy doing That's right Genuinely You know what I mean So like That was like a kid In a candy store bro That was a fun time it was, dude, and I, I enjoyed the shit out of it, bro. Yeah, me too. Um, moving on, bro, you see, this is something I just threw in, into the rundown, and since we were talking a little bit about boxing with, with All Out 2, um, I thought I would bring this up. Dazen re- recently released a list of the top 10 boxers from the last 30 years. Come on, man. Have you had a chance to look at this list? I, yeah, I stopped right at the beginning. And my computer's doing some weird shit, so I can't pull up the list, but... Uh, you didn't like the top? No. What, 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 what's wrong with the top one? He's a president. He's a president. <laughs> he ain't a boxer, bro. Uh, it's like, nah, shout out to Pacquiao. You know, Pacquiao. He's I think a, he's a senator. Well, whatever. The f- whatever. Uh, it's, there, there is a difference. Listen, you can't be number one if you lost to number two. <sighs> You're right. Regardless, you're like, right. Let's call it what it is, bro. Was the you're fight right. was the fight when it should have happened? No, but it, I mean, it, it doesn't matter. It happened. It wasn't, but it happened when it happened, and yeah. the results are the results. I, you won't get me to argue with that, bro, because you know I'm I am a big I was a big Mayweather fan, and I'm a big Mayweather fan. So you won't get me to argue with that at all. Um, I, I disagree with who who's number one, but it's not who you have down as number one. Who I think is number one, though. Or not, excuse me, not who they have down as number one, who I think. Um, I honestly would have Ray Jones Jr. on the top of that list because during his prime, bro, there was no one more unbeatable. And he lost, he initially only lost by DQ to, to Montel Griffin after knocking him out, but accidentally hitting him a little too late after he's already going down. Um, but Ray Jones Jr. was a beast, bro. Beat James Tony, beat Bernard Hopkins, you know, just in his prime, heavyweight champion. Yeah, and and dominantly, honestly, like he barely lost a round to Bernard Hawkins. Yeah, like yeah. he was a dog, bro. Like 
there was a lot of dogs. Let's think of in in our era yeah. of boxing. Like, let, let's not not talk about Oscar De La Hoya too. Yeah. Like, I wouldn't say he's the best boxer of all time, but he's he had a good a, run. He's given a lot of these dudes who are you call the best. He's given them fights. Yeah, and he's beaten a lot of those dudes. So, so um, Dazen has Bernard Hopkins number four, Pernell Whitaker. Who who famously lost to De La Hoya, but without some controversy. It was very controversial because a lot of people felt Sweet P won that fight. Um, they have De La Hoya at six, Felix Trinidad at seven, Lennox Lewis at eight, Evander Holyfield at nine, and Canelo Alvarez at ten. I think Canelo's Canelo's good, bro. Again, um, I don't know that he's top ten in the last thirty years. Good, not when you have people that like. Uh, Evander and, and Lennox Lewis that dominated the heavyweight uh, division for for a long, long time. Iron Mike's not in there. Yeah, um, that's that's what I was going to ask. Bo, I was going to ask about number eight and nine. Are they two of the most underrated boxers, Lennox Lewis and Evander Holyfield? I think so, but they're also just subject to their weight class. Whereas there was, it seems like there was so many, so many exciting fights in that De La Hoya Whitaker. Roy Jones, uh, you know, kind of niche of the weight classes that super middleweight, that that welterweight. It's you know, and, and heavyweight. Even even in that heyday, you know, <sighs> fuck. I'm trying to convince myself, but no, I think I think they are. I think they are because I mean, but but compared to other heavyweights, in that, I don't think they are underrated. Because but you, you got to talk about like guys who beat guys who were unstoppable at one point. Right, guys who beat guys like Mike Tyson. Yeah, the, both these guys beat a guy who was knocking shit out. You talk about Roy Jones. Yeah, um, Tyson was ending people. And, there, and you know, I think Evander lost to Michael Moore. Mm-hmm. Michael Moore was had a nice little run. Ne- definitely not a top ten. Uh, you know, I don't. George Foreman. You know, he he was big in the seventies and this in in left boxing. Came back years later only to reclaim the heavyweight title in his late 40s. You know, not, you know, honorable mention at least. You know what I mean? Because even in his 40s, he was he was better than a lot of fighters. What about Tommy? Oh. Remember Tommy Morrison? Yeah, I do. But um, I forgot just now again. Um, no, nah, but <laughs> you know, <laughs> you know what You're I was. so fucking <laughs> stupid. You're a dick, dude. You know who is not on this list? Who? It's damn right shame. Who? Cares. It's the last 30 years though Oh last 30 years Yeah it's the last 30 years So you gotta read that headline my dude Where the fuck is Jake Paul Fucking on the outside looking in where he belongs bro Oh come on bro that fool just beat a Diaz In boxing not MMA Hey speaking of the Paul brothers Another curveball did you see the uh, <laughs> The, uh, the weigh-ins uh, You see that motherfucker hit with a hit. microphone Yeah <laughs> Good fuck him now there's a lot of good fighters on here, bro. But for me, Mayweather's number one. Yeah, man. I mean, Mayweather. He has a lot of st- a lot of reason to stay claim to that. Yeah, and Roy Jones would be up there for me if he wouldn't have like, you know, like uh, maybe you're trying to do something. So I'm not going to ruin your little mojo right now. No, I think I think what happened was he he uh he fucking stood. He went to heavyweight, won that heavyweight title, and then tried to come back down and. For whatever reason, when he came back down, he didn't have it no more. Nah, and you're, you're wrong. What? You're wrong. What? I'm going to tell you what he messed up. What did I mess up? You know. You just must not be remembering. 
I don't. I must be misremembering. Like it's a perfect segue and everything. You must have. <laughs> Y'all must have forgot. You're stupid. Yeah. No, and dude, I wrote it into my shit too. Yeah, I know. And I was like, I'm not gonna steal this boost thunder because uh, it's all good. Line. It's all good. But not he wrote he messed up when he tried to become a rapper, bro. He must have forgot what he was good at. Why wow, he got bored for sure. Yeah, because he was ending yeah. quick. But nah. <laughs> bad, <laughs> bad song. Um but you know, Oscar De La Hoya should be up here a little bit higher, probably. They don't have guys like... Uh, nah, De La Hoya is fine where he's at. He should be lower, to be honest with you. Nah, they don't got guys. Bro, there's... There, fucking hot take. Hot take. There is no more overrated boxer in boxing history than Oscar fucking De La Hoya. You're just mad. Oscar, let me wear my wife's lingerie De La Hoya. Hey, I'm not going to argue with that. Like, that is some weird shit. Dude, bro. I... But call it what you want it call it but there's a lot of boxers who got beat up by a dude who wears panties <laughs> yeah i suppose but he's also won he's, he's won more controversial fights than not too you know what i'm saying like you know the, the fight i mentioned earlier about against whitaker when he was first coming up that kind of was his springboard should have never been a victory for him whitaker won that fight man right down the fucking middle he fought an old and aged uh julio caesar chavez that helped him gain more notoriety. He didn't beat Floyd. He didn't. He couldn't beat Shane Mosley. You know what I'm saying? Like, let me, you, the, the speak of a boxer that should be on this fucking list, who has an argument just as well as De La Hoya. No, Shane Mosley. No. What about Miguel Cotto? No. Come Mosley on. The last thirty years. No, no. Oh, come on, son. Come on, Cotto's come on. Not on this. So, so Cotto the lost more than. Two. So let me ask you a question. Let me ask you a question. Let me ask you a question. If they don't deserve to be on this list, why the he fuck? Why the, the fuck? Did, hold, to, on, hold, he, on, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. If they don't, if they don't belong on this Weather? list, if he don't belong on this list, why do they deserve? Why does Pacquiao deserve to be number one? Because then you're suggesting he ain't beat no greats. No, I don't think he deserves to be number one. Didn't you hear how? No, we started I'm saying this off? he's on the list. But if he, if like he's he wouldn't Bro, be on that list Pacquiao, if they wouldn't consider them guys. Pacquiao was a good fighter. But I wouldn't put him at number one. I would probably put him like at number six. Damn, six, huh? Five or six. He does have a lot of accomplishments, so I think he's like five different weight class champions. No, he does, he's a beast, bro. Like Pacquiao, Pacquiao was one of my favorite fighters. But like to say he's like one of the best in the past thirty, like I mean, I mean, I'm not saying he's not top ten, bro. I just don't think he's number one. I mean, I guess you don't see a lot of heavyweights on here either because heavyweight class has been like. Extinct for so It's been long. garbage son Yeah they don't have Butterbean on here There you go Now you, Hey listen Now there you go Now you coming With some real shit now You mean that Or are you just bullshitting I'm bullshitting And you know this man Man Butterbean was good bro You can't butter hang on Butterbean Butterball They just biscuit. can't They just want <laughs> nobody That can it. fight him Bro Because they were afraid They were gonna fucking Send him into cardiac arrest <laughs> <laughs> ah, You're stupid Um, Buffs are playing now Buffs are playing now. You Up seven zero. You just gave away a touchdown. Spoiler alert. Who did? You did. Man, this is going up after the fact. The game's gonna be over by. The, we're not live streaming, dickhead. Oh, yeah, duh. I guess sometimes <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm live all the time, baby. Uh, but they're up, man. We didn't, you know. We haven't talked about them much over the last few weeks. We've been doing other things. Yeah, we've been having but, talked football really. No, nah, man. But they they had a couple of bad losses. Mm. Got their ass kicked by Oregon in Oregon. Oof. Which was kind of set up to be that way. Mm-hmm. 
excuse me, they were getting their ass kicked by USC and then had a comeback for the ages, fall just short. Still lost. Still lost. Two losses. And then they got back on the right track against Arizona State with it. the victory. And, and, and they got but their wait, boy back. There's more. Right. They did get their boy back. They got their boy back, and now hopefully that was just the, you know, the little bit of momentum they needed to kind of ride this win streak into a few more. I'm excited, dude. They're two wins away from freaking being bowl eligible, which coming into the season, we're going to talk a little NFL parlays and, and betting later on, just a little bit what we're thinking. But coming into the season, they were only at a three and a half for their win total as an over-under, mm-hmm. and they've already surpassed that. Um, they got their first Pac-12 victory in like 12 games, you know, or in eight games. They were at an eight-game Pac-12 losing streak. And they're two games away from being bowl eligible. They're favored against Stanford tonight, whom they're playing right now. And they should be favored against Arizona at least. Do you think they get bowl eligible? I do. I think, I mean, I think if we keep going to, I mean to go back and pull up what we guessed but I'm pretty sure, like, I'm on course for being. Of course you are. You're Domstradamus. Oh, You're Domstradamus. Don't roll your eyes when you say You're that. You're Domstradamus. Put some respect on my 30, name. 38, 35 <laughs> Super Bowl after trailing at halftime. Nah, do we but, have to go back to the nah, podcast? We don't. We have to go back to the one where I said CU is going to do exactly what they've done. Okay. Up to this point, and I do think they're still going and you've to done get it. a few more wins. How much is a few? Well, a few technically is three, but I'm saying at least two more wins. At least two more. So they're going to get a couple more wins. No, I'm, I'm, I still think. Damn, look at that on the TV. What a grilling it up out. Where was that when we went out there? It was there. We were just weren't invited. Yeah, we went up to that. We went up to that freaking buffet line, though. Yeah, we tell me it wasn't there. Boy, look at that little buffalo. Uh, Yo. Moose snuggle. (laughs) (laughs) Did you see, since we're on, since we're talking about. Before you even say anything, you had a little line in here that we kind of just did a little skip over that I want to go back to because I like to stir the pot. Okay. You were like, wouldn't be boxing without a little bit of controversy. Oh, we're going way back. What you talk about, Willis? Like, what what are you alluding to when you say controversy? I was talking about the controversial endings to a couple of fights. Um, The aforementioned uh, Jonathan Shavira. Um, okay. uh, who did he fight? He fought um, our boy Christian Montez. Um, that you know, a lot. We thought that Stevria did enough to win the fight. It was a close fight. I went back and watched the fight again. Did you? Still and it agree? was it, um, because I, I think it, I I can see why the I can see why the officials went with Montez. It was a lot closer than I had initially thought it was. I I'm gonna I'm gonna keep it real right now and eat a little crow, like. I think I think he did enough to win. Okay. I don't think it's much of a, a controversy as I thought before. That fight after was controversial. Like I think no, I think I think Chavaria still did enough to also oh, win the fight. Okay, okay, okay. You know what I'm saying? Like I think they both did enough to win the fight, but I can see kind of just who's who's watching, who's seeing, right? Yeah, well, yeah, who's watching the fight, who's judging, you know what I mean? Like and like he was kind of you know, that longer length sometimes looks like I'm controlling this fight. I'm controlling the pace. You know what I mean? Even though you're getting yours off. Right. This looks like it's my fight. Well, the other and fight. That's that- what it looked like a little bit on the on, on tape after I watched it back. But, you know, I don't know. 
I, the, I don't know. The other fight that there was a controversy, it was the one right after that fight, which was the Alessandro Martinez mm. and Dominic Duran fight. That was that was well. And we thought Alessandro took the victory. That was well. And it went down to Duran. And so, which set up perfectly for Issa because Issa had and suffered some controversy previously. And he, uh, he finished that fight, the, Bro, you know. Shout out to him. Shout out to his whole camp. Shout out to his supporting staff, bro. Like he he brought the show a little bit, kind of like low yeah. key from the very beginning, right? We get we get there, we're setting up. He's like, "What's up?" Yeah, I'm gonna end it tonight. He knew too. He I'm knew. End he it. knew. He knew what we were what we were doing. He knew exactly who we were. Yeah. He knew what we were about, and he you know he knew what was up. You know he knew we thought he won last time, and and he let us know about it. And then you know, yo, I'll, can I keep it real? Yeah. And this is no knock on nobody, no slot on anybody. But A one had a legitimate beef to be considered team of the night, and that's the controversy I thought she was alluding to. Oh no, so man! That's because what I was trying to get you, but no, I get it. Right? They because both was legit. They we, both had legit, legit. You know. Well, I get it. At first, we we're like we both right. We're like oh, A one's a team. Yeah. Like at this, there's no way you can't give. An icon was very the, sneakily, the, the you know, trophy. right there. But when you talk about win percentage and you start to break down win percentage, yeah. it, it truly is right. You sometimes if you have more fights on the card, yeah. it's going to hurt you if you don't win all those fights yeah. because yeah. your win percentage is going to be different yeah. than somebody who has less fights and still loses the same amount. Yeah. Like, yeah. so, you know, that was what the case was like. They both deserved to take a trophy home that night. Well, and, 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 and you know, shout out to a one because they had the fighter of the night. Yeah. You know, which that, we thought again, <laughs> you know, again, uh, you know, that Shavria, um, uh, Yaldarim fight definitely Shavria could have took well, another fight of the fighter of the night, and then Fabian Cabos with the yeah, knockout, yeah. bro, like and the actual finish. Mm -hmm, but when you think about like dominant, yeah. Issa was dominant. He was bro. dominant. He dominated he every single like, minute he, of that fight. He was all over that dude. Yeah, like absolutely. Diaper on a toddler, bro. Like, <laughs> diaper he, on a toddler. He was. He was. He was came to put in work. So it was pretty impressive. Shout out to all those kids again. Shout out to Mario and Icon for throwing a beautiful event. Um, you know, shout out to the whole staff and everything that they did over there. But, Yo, I got to give a shout out mm -hmm. to Inkless Laser Tattoo Removal. Brand new to the metro area, Inkless is changing the game in tattoo removal. New technologies and ideas allow Inkless to provide amazingly affordable opportunities to folks wanting to move on from tattoo mistakes of the past. Check out their flat fee pricing, which allows for more affordable alternative and traditional uh, more affordable alternatives to traditional sales tactics. Inkless was founded by native Coloradans with over 75 years of combined laser tattoo removal and medical aesthetic experience. Their Pioneering, pioneering research and contributions to the LTR industry have significantly paved the way for clients to achieve the most effective treatment to treatment results found anywhere in the industry. Yo, they got this flat free pricing, bro. It breaks down, you know, basically breaking, you know, flat free pricing or breaking their tattoo down into smaller sections allows for them to make it more affordable 
and it'll also immensely improve the development of better treatment-to-treatment results, improve the lymphatic health and efficiency, and will shorten visit times and reduce pain exposure, and it decreases the possibility of having any adverse reaction. Yo, allow them to treat different areas more frequently and allow them to, to take care of you. Their before and after care is phenomenal. Shout out to them, man. I know this is long-winded, but I had to give them the shout out. Visit Inkless Laser Tattoo Removal. Check that, inklesstattooremoval.com, or you can visit them at 445 Union Boulevard, Suite 200, or call them at 720-594-8585. Yo, big shout out to them, Dom, but... Hey, hey I got... I have a story before you, but... Okay. I might have... We went to Mexico, right? Okay. Not too long ago, you know, in Mexico, one in Rome, you know. Went in Rome. You know, we was having a good time putting some back. We went into town a little bit. There's this little t- tattoo parlor, bro. Oh, God. And they're like, my friend, come on in. Oh, my God. And I'm God. like, oh, yeah, I'm going to go up in this spot. I was like, DJ's been bugging me to get his name because I got my daughter's name. Oh, my God. I'm going to go get my son's name tatted on me. You let that. And then guess who I thought about? Who'd you think about? I thought about your cousin and Inkless. Okay. And I was like, I am not making that mistake. I already have like four or five jobs for him to remove. So well, I'm not, not going to get another. Going to make that mistake, bro, because for the remainder of October, DNA is going to do a special giveaway. Uh, tell them about it. So listen, go to, let me get it up here for y'all can see it on the screen. Go to dnasportsdenver.com forward slash ask DNA. Tell us about your nightmare tattoo experience. Uh-oh. Send us a picture of your nightmare tattoo. Oh, We've got two $100 gift cards from Inkless Laser. Shout out to Zoe and his team over there for hooking it up. That's what's up. We are going to pick two lucky winners. Mm -hmm. Here's the catch. You need to follow us and Inkless on our socials. Mm -hmm. Say what's up. Comment on a video on YouTube. Yeah. And then we'll pick two lucky winners. But you got to go to dnasportsdenver.com forward slash askdna. Leave a comment. Tell us about your horrible tattoo experience that you want to get removed. Maybe it's some dude's. Maybe it's a dude's name. Maybe fools rush in, met this guy or gal, and uh, thought it was love. And then two weeks later, you ended up with a burn and a tattoo. You know what? Even be better is if we pick the winners and maybe have them call in on one of our episodes later on. I'll be with that to hear the story. To let I'll be with that. Us the story. Listen here, though. You got to go to dnasportsdenver.com mm-hmm. forward slash ask DNA mm. and tell us about your nightmare tattoo so that we can get you entered. But don't forget to go to DNA Sports YouTube, That's like, right. comment, and subscribe. Go to our socials along with Inklesses and follow all of our social medias. That's right. That's right. Hey. We'll pick two lucky winners. So shout out to English for hooking it up. Shout out to my cousin Zoe, man. I'm I'm proud of you. Um, you guys had a great grand opening on the 9th and 10th. And, and by all accounts, it was nothing short of phenomenal. So congratulations on the opening. Shout out to you and the team over there at Inkless Laser Tattoo Removal. Um, we're super, super proud of you, man. And, and, and it's nothing but love, dude. I'm so excited. I can't wait to see you Sunday. Hey, guys, don't don't be bashful. We all make mistakes in life. That's right. If you have those mistakes to get corrected, now is the time to get them corrected. That's right. Go ahead and hit up DNA Sports Dam to get you them cards. Get you a $100 head start, baby. Yeah. <laughs> Yo, we were just saying, uh, I'm happy to see my cousin on Sunday. We're going to go watch some football. 
But uh, you wanted to do some pick this week, man. Well, you know, I just kind of got a little wild hair. One of the boys hit me up and was like, you guys should do some parlay pick And I was like, oh, I don't know. Like, we'll see what's up with that. But, like, let's pick some. Let's just do some pick in general. Okay. And some, you know, we could mix it up, do a little bit more, and then let it morph into whatever it turns into. Okay. Okay. I mean, you know. Um, I, I, are we going straight up or are we going against the spread? Because the picks I put into here was just straight up. This is what I picked on my pick em this week. I do a weekly pick em at work. Yeah, we can go straight up. And by the way, you missed up another touchdown. You was doing the little thing. Well, shout out to Colorado. With shout out touch. to Travis Hunter. In okay. Colorado with his touchdown. And he's back, back on defense. Welcome back. Hell yeah. Welcome back, T Hunt. Look at those gold headsets. Those are hard. Uh, yeah. Hey, Coach Prime got swag, bro. I think a lot of people, a lot of the hate comes from his swag, dude. Like, hey. Their insecurities isn't his problem. <laughs> That's you know what I'm saying? Like their insecurities quote, is not his problem. Man. But that's do you think that's what it is? Yes, bro. Absolutely, right? M- most people who hate people who are cocky yeah. suck. This is true. Look Let's at this. They got real. right now they got Charles Woodson, Champ Bailey, Goated. Chris Campbell, Miles Jack, and Travis Hunter. Goated. They're showing the 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 two way players from the last, you know, how long. And where do you think Travis Hunter is going to end up amongst those guys? Because he's already considered amongst one of the best cornerbacks in the in the nation. When he was healthy as a receiver, he was doing well. I think he was a better cornerback for us than a receiver. But he's he's got he's got big play potential on both sides of the ball. I mean, what a class to be in, right? Yeah. And those are some big shoes to fill. Big shoes. So like, he still has a lot of work to do before we can even, you know, start to start to think where we're going to put him. But I think he's going to find his mark right within that great class of, you know, ex-athletes. Man, it's, it's so great to see him. But let's get to these pickums, dog. Let's get to the games. Let's, let's get let's get to what the viewers wanted, bro. Let's do it. You want to go game by game, and then we'll just say who got who, or you want to do your picks, and then I'll do my picks. Let's do that, bro. Let's do that because I'm I'm not even gonna look at my picks because I might just go against my picks because go we're live them. we're live and in action right now. Well, you know we're recording, but you know. Well, according to you, yeah, we yeah, live. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I stay <laughs> live. All right, go. we got game one already passed, but I'm guessing we both would have picked the Broncos. <laughs> nah, dude. I I picked Kansas City, but what do you think about that, dude? Like, are so now the now the this listening doesn't mean that Miami's better than the Chiefs. If that's what you're trying to get, no. Nah, listening to Denver radio today, um, there's some suspicions that they're not giving um, Russ the full playbook. I I've been kind of like I haven't watched a lot of Broncos just to be first and foremost like a full game. Okay, but the little bit that I have. I've almost felt like this is a different Russell Wilson. Like, why isn't he stretching the field like he normally yeah. does? Like, why isn't he doing, like, the improvising that we normally see? And and I think it's because of, you know, what they're allowing him to do. Yeah. So, you know, it, it looks like a shitty situation, honestly. But honestly, bro, like. They owe him a lot of money, dude. Honestly, like, I think it's kind of karma. What do you coming, mean? Coming around to, to, you know, you know, bite the the great, great coach that's the, you know, the end-all, be-all, save everything. I'm going to talk bad about one of my peers, Nathaniel Hackett. Oh, you thinking, you thinking they put some bad juju out there and now it's no, coming back they. to get him. Not they. By him. I think Sean Payton, Mr. Netflix himself, put out, <laughs> put out a lot of bad juju, bro. Like, you're talking about somebody who has no, like, no bearing on what you're doing here in Denver. Yeah. So just do your job and shut the hell up. 
After and, after and, telling them to shut the fuck up. Yeah, and you're telling them how good they like how horrible he did when in in reality it looks like he did better than you so far. But doesn't doesn't a coach have to to a certain extent, doesn't a coach have to like talk up his players and talk up his team and be like, "Yeah, it wasn't them last year. It's not their fault. Their fucking coach last year sucked. It was the biggest debacle no, of coaching no, no. that I've ever seen no, in my no, life." No, 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 no. You don't have to talk your players up by putting down your peers. You're right. I'm not saying you're wrong. You're definitely right about that. Like you could talk your players up, and be like, but I, I think, I think, I think he's one of them dudes, bro, that gets a little loose. You know what I'm saying? And he gets to talking. And then it gets a little bit more talking. Like maybe he's just talking. Oh yeah, you know, Russ and them ain't that bad. You know what I mean? And they did they did this well and did this well. You know what? To be honest with you, it was the worst coaching job I've ever seen. You know yeah, what I mean? You start can, going, you start going and getting comfortable. Can I be a little honest? Yeah, sure. To me, it looks like he's an asshole. He seems like he's an asshole. He bro. does he, seem like he, a dick. He seems like he's an arrogant fucking asshole. Like, like my way or the highway. Everything that people try to put smut on Prime's name. Yeah, sounds like that's who he is, right? He think he's full of himself. He thinks because Drew Brees <laughs> won him a Super Bowl, he thinks that he's something special and and great. He's a great coach, bro. Like I'm not here to bash his accolades in the NFL, but what I'm here to do is just say like, who are you? To, to belittle another man, bro. Like well, that's true. That shit pisses me off. Like I don't know. Well, and and you know when you write checks, you got to make sure you have the cash to back them up. Exactly. And he should have known whether or not by the time he wrote that check, he should have known whether or not he had the cash to back it up. And Russell Wilson can't go from being one of the guys who kind of changed the position, right? Changed the position was kind of looking to be a great quarterback in the NFL. In Seattle, to this bum. What do you say about his recent demise, bum, though, dude? Bro. Like, he's not even a bum. His his numbers. His game yesterday was bad, though. It was, but his numbers are up there still. They, they you know, they didn't really roll him out the time that he, a couple times that he did. He's getting balls batted at the line of scrimmage. You know what I mean? He like also five two. Yeah, but that's the thing. They're not rolling him out that much. And even when he did yesterday, they try to roll him out on the edge twice. They try to roll him out with some kind of option routes where you know he can keep the ball and run it, or he can throw it downfield. And dude, the, 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 shout out to the Chiefs because the Chiefs played a great defensive game yesterday, and they and they had it sniffed out from the get go. But I just don't feel like they're using him the right way. But I don't know if they're not using him that way because it's them limiting him or if it's because Russ is limited. Or do you think that Sean Payton's done a few things unethical in the past well, and now he might do, be doing something else that's unethical by putting his quarterback in positions to not win? To right? just be as taking them or what? As a job, as a, as a coach, you should be putting your quarterback and your players in the position to win. In the best position where they can be utilized in, and if you have Russell Wilson, why keep him in the pocket? What are you saying? Are you saying he's tanking it on purpose? I think he's doing something. I don't think he's allowing Russ to be Russ. In Russ, we trust. All right, let's go down this list, bro. <laughs> <laughs> let's go no, down. I, let's go down. No, this but list. I do think there's something going on. I think Champagne's kind of an asshole, to be honest. But I don't know. He seems like he seems he seems like a dick. I ain't gonna lie, he seems like a dick. But who, who you got for which game? For the first game in London. It looks like we got different lists up. Nope, you got the right one. Yeah, I know. You guys in London? Oh, but we, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. So we're not in Never London. Mind. Never mind. Baltimore and uh, Tennessee. <laughs> Did you say who? No, I was way like my list was way <laughs> in the <laughs> future. Back to the future, son. All right, so Baltimore. Tennessee, 
they're as you mentioned, they're in London, and Baltimore is a four and a half point favorite. Who you got? I have the Baltimore Ravens. I'll take Baltimore covering that four and a half too. I think Tennessee's about to get stomped, son. I just don't know if I've seen like Tennessee, like the good Tennessee we seen a few years back. Like, where's that team at? We don't see the mesh, right? They lost. They don't have a quarterback. They lost pieces. You know what I mean? Like, so although they're still good coached, I mean they are. You know, Vrabel's a great coach, and I like him. Um, I think they're well coached, but I just it's a different game, bro. And they got to be able to score, and they're not able to score like that. And I think the Ravens. I think the Ravens have a little bit of a chip. That's an old rivalry that goes back to some playoff days, back in the days of Ray Lewis and uh, Eric McNair. You know what I mean? It's a rivalry that goes back, and I definitely think the Ravens are going to take this one. Uh, what about my dogs? Dolphins hosting the Panthers. Dolphins are 14-point favorites, bro. I got the Panthers in this one. It's like, no. Are you, you got, them, got them covering or winning the whole damn thing? Nah, I'm just hating, bro. The Dolphins are going to take care of business. You think they covered that 14? Yeah, I think the Dolphins are going to be coming off of, you know, I want to get I want to get right again. Like, I still don't feel like I'm right from. They got right against the Giants. It, it doesn't feel like it was still right. Right. Like, you know what I mean? Like, because for me, like, that Buffalo game should have been a little bit more close. Yeah, contested. they got the ass beat. So, like, they still got to show, like, you, we're still that same team. Don't fucking count us out just because we beat the Giants doesn't mean nothing. We're gonna do you think Buffalo else. ran it up on them? No. Because, listen, we're talking about karma, right? And we're talking about coaches doing writing checks that their teams have to catch later on. Miami did put up 70 points on the Broncos when they could have let off. I don't. I think they were passing with a fucking thirty point lead. Oh, Buffalo. Miami was no, but do you think Buffalo? I I did de- that? I, I think they tried. I think they could have slowed that game down a little bit, but they wanted to score, and it might be just a division thing. It might not necessarily be anything that I just wonder if Mike McDaniel's is going to have to cash some checks later on because he put up seventy on the Broncos the way he did. It's not, and that's kind of what. But I know, but like they they were passing, bro, in the fourth quarter with a big lead. Still, he has Tua in fantasy. Uh, it wasn't even two. It was the backup. He has him. Son. It's like, oh yeah, it's not. I get it, but it's the NFL, bro. Yeah, it is. Stop him. Yeah, like it's the NFL. Like, what are we doing here? Commanders at Falcons. Uh, Falcons two and a half point favorites. Who do you got? The Falcons to take a commanding lead. I got. <laughs> I see what you did there. I got the Falcons also, bro. I think they're going to take that one. Uh, Vikings at the Bears. Two one and four teams going up at against each other. Minnesota the three point favorite in this one. Who you got? The Bears. The Bears. Um, I, I picked the Bears too, I believe. Um, I think I think yo, speaking of trade, you see the fantasy trade I just pulled off? Bro. Uh, um I think the Bears are, are 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 about to get some things uh figured out. They're not gonna win games, but they're gonna at least figure a couple things out. Plus, they got the benefit of Carolina going winless and then they they're getting the first pick in the draft anyway from Carolina. So I don't think they're too worried about having to win themselves. I think Carolina's bad enough where the Bears can still get that number one pick. Well the thing with the Vikings too is 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 JJ's down. He is down. Right? JJ's down but, and Addison's gonna step up into that spot. But how is it gonna look? Is it gonna look the same? What's the other receiver? Uh Osborne? Yeah, you got Osborne. So they got two still, they got, know, still got, got two solid you know, receivers. Got three viable options, but the thing is And that tight end, Hutchinson. Yeah, the thing is, is like I just don't know if any of them fill those shoes. But you know sometimes when you got like a really dominant receiver, 
and then they go down, sometimes spreading the ball out and, and getting these other guys some chances, sometimes that, that stirs something up and, 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 you know, can wake up an offense. I'm not saying that they're going to be better without J.J. I think they can be okay for a couple of weeks, depending on how long he's gone. But I don't think it happens in, in, in Chicago on, on uh, Sunday. Um, Seattle at Cincinnati. Seattle 3-1, and one, Cincinnati 2-3. and three. Cincinnati's three-point favorite. It's usually what they give the home team. What do you got? I got Geno Smith and the Seahawks going in and taking one. I just don't feel like, for some reason, I am not feeling the Bengals this year, bro. I don't know what it is about them. Hey. Like they feel like the bad news Bengals to me. Joku's back, bro. And uh, Chase is back. And I think the Bengals are going to run away with this one. I think it's going to be a big victory, maybe a touchdown to 10-point victory. I think it's going to be a you know, dominant matchup by the Bengals. We'll see. We'll see. Even when he was here, I don't think they were – the same Bengals that we were accustomed to. Hey, San Francisco at Cleveland. 49ers coming to this one 5 0. Cleveland is 2 2. They're coming off their bye week. San Francisco, the 9.5 point favorite at home. Who do you got? Niners. You got, do you think they cover that 9.5? Yes. I Deshaun, think. Deshaun's healthy? No. Yes. So I don't think Deshaun's going to play this game. If Deshaun was in there, I would take that 9.5 and, and cover it. I think the Niners are going to win <laughs> so this So did one. the massage therapist. <laughs> <laughs> Stupid. You uh, like that one. I think he has a – never mind. Uh, <laughs> uh, 49ers, though, I agree with you. I think they cover, and I think they went out right. Um, they're just – dude, they're, they're, they're good. And Brock Purdy's doing his thing, bro, and I think that kid's going to be a freaking star. In he the, sure is pretty. He is Purdy. That Purdy boy plays Purdy. Nah, the Niners, bro, they look unbeatable right yeah. now almost. So they're doing their thing. And so. they got it everywhere, bro. They got it at the running back, at the wide receiver. They got two wide receivers that can play. Their defense, we can't even, we ain't even talked about their defense. They got it on the front level, on the mid level, and on the back end, too. I might already be, like, putting the cart before the horse, but I can't wait to see them in Philly in the NFC Championship. For the second time? For and hopefully second. this time everyone's healthy. For this time and see what. Do you really think is. if Purdy's healthy in that game, it's it's. I think Philly still wins, but I think it's a closer game. <sighs> Probably. Yeah, I definitely think it's close. I think Philly just had something last year, and I think Philly Philly looks just as good. They do. Like bro. they look just as good. Uh, Colts at Jaguars. Both teams three and two tied atop the a- the AFC South. Boy, Jacksonville's a four and a half point favorite. Who do you got? Uh, I got the Jags. I like what Trevor Lawrence is doing. Um. You know, I think the Colts are going to turn it around soon. Yeah. But, you know, I think they were kind of putting their stock in Richardson and with him, you know. He sidelined this one too, right? Yeah, he sidelined again. A few weeks. Being down for a few is. But they got they got the mustache, bro. They got this Minshew time. Yeah. Huh. He could win you a couple games. Yeah, probably, but not this one. The problem is Jacksonville went went home and got right. They went to Europe and got right. For two weeks they was out there. They got right. You know they're three and two now. Trevor Lawrence seems to 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 have his shit in order. Um, they're starting to run He's the ball balling. a little bit better. Uh, I I would take Jacksonville too and watch out with them running away with this division. This yeah, this Travis game ITN is balling too. Hey, like, both the, both these teams being three and two in this game this early in the season, it can have big impacts later on down the road for the AFC South. Um, definitely, neither you know the Colts don't want to get too far behind while while being without Richardson because I think Jacksonville can run away with that division. Yeah, because the Texans haven't really been doing much either, right? No, speaking of the Texans, they they host the Saints. Saints three and two. Texans two and three. New Orleans is a two point favorite on the road. Who do you got? When the Saints come marching in, they're going to win. Oh, that's right. That's Raiders South, huh? 
Nah, but <laughs> I mean, I'm just gonna keep it real. The Saints, Saints are a good football team. No, nah, they're quietly. Like, they, they, they got a good defense. Bro. Yeah, they do. Like, yeah, like the seventh ranked defense. And you know what's funny is the Raiders South. You mentioned, but they're better than the Raiders. No. no. This, this is that what you're trying to say? That it's black it, and gold now, not silver and black. No, I'm gonna keep it real. To oh, be, okay, my bad. To actually, Sorry, I'll let you talk. give a little props to what Jimmy G and them are doing right now. Sure, is all everybody oh, used to say? Oh, face, we shouldn't have got rid of Carr because if Carr would have had a top ten defense, we would be a Super Bowl team. Yada yada yada. Well, Carr has a top ten defense. What's happening now? They're fucking three and two, boy. We better have the record. same record than what we did when we had Carr. They're better than the Raiders this year. Cool it. If the Raiders have Carr this year, you think the Raiders are, are fucking two are and winning. three? Texans are winning just for that shit. There's only one black and gold team winning this weekend, and that's the Buffs. <laughs> Speaking of your Raiders, they're hosting the, the, the Patriots. Patriots one and four. Raiders are two and three. Uh, the McDaniel Bowl. The, hear what's I happen? miss my Balachek bowl. You want to hear what's going to happen? What's going to happen? We're going to beat the Patriots. Okay. Kraft is going to fire Balachek. Uh huh. And he's going to come to Vegas and join with the regime back again, but in the silver and black. And so, what? McDaniel's is going to. No, maybe maybe he's gonna take a back seat. No, maybe we put uh, Bill Belichick in the office. Yeah, uh, Raiders don't got the money to sign Belichick's ass, boy. We're in Vegas, man, they ain't Hold got it. the money. Forget about they it. They ain't got the cash flow, my brother. We'll just go hit up one of the hotel owners and we'll <laughs> real quick. Arizona, all right. Stanford just missed the field goal. Arizona at Los Angeles Rams. Rams are seven point favorite. Who you going with? I'm going with the Rams. Take the Rams too. I think they're gonna beat the shit out of the Cardinals. Yeah, it's some cut. There's some easy games. I think the rest of them are pretty. Jets, uh, Eagles at Jets. Eagles, Eagles, six and a half point favorites. I think they cover. Bills, Lions at Buccaneers, bro. Oh, sorry, oh, sorry. I skipped over that one. Lions at Buccaneers. Ooh. Detroit's a three point favorite. Ooh, this is an got? interesting one. This is my upset alert. This is an interesting one. Look at Andrew Luck there. This is my upset alert, dog. Holy motherfucker. Um. I think the Buccaneers not only do they do they uh they they win the game they cover the three points but they win the game outright, bro. I think uh or excuse me, but Detroit's in the favor by three. But I think the Buccaneers suck uh, Detroit win this game. I wouldn't argue with you too much on that one. I can see that happening at home. Yeah. I do think Detroit is the better team. I, I I agree. But I can see them losing to the Bucks at home. The only reason why I think they're still gonna win this one though. It's because it's an afternoon game, so they're going to be able to wake up, get their day and their wits about them. If it was early in the morning, I think they'd have some struggles. But right now, they're going to be good. I think they're going to win this game because Tampa's coming off the bye. They had an extra week to prep for Detroit and kind of figure out Goff and that offense. Mm-hmm. Uh, and ultimately, I think Detroit, uh, Tampa wins, man. I think Detroit gives it a go, but I think Tampa wins. Um, Sunday night game, the Giants at Buffalo – Buffalo's three and two. The Giants look like the worst team in football, Sorry. next to the Broncos. Who do you got? I got the Bills. Bills. And now my upset. Okay, what's your upset? Surprising. Monday Night Football. Okay. Chargers over Cowboys. Dallas is a two point favorite on the road. You got the Chargers losing to da- or the Chargers beating Dallas? Do you? Yeah, I think Dallas needs to bounce back. But I don't see Dallas bouncing back and beating the Chargers at home. If it was on the road, then I think they take care of it. Even though I want Dallas to win, I think Chargers are going to still won by a field goal. 
I think the real Cowboys may be exposed right now. Okay. And I think uh, it it goes bad when they start having stop having confidence in you. And I'm wondering if, as an organization, the the organization is starting to slip with their confidence in Dak Prescott. And once their confidence in him goes, his confidence in him is going to go. And you know, you got Trey Lance sitting there, but. Yeah, I'm not saying that they're gonna go go to Trey Lance Cooper, over Cooper, Dak. Do they still have Cooper Rush? On they do have Cooper Rush. I'd go him over both. Well, probably. I, I I forget about him, but I'm just saying like you could move on from Dak. You got Trey Lance as your future. You can have Cooper warm the seat until Trey Lance is ready. I don't know, man. Like I, it, it looked bad against San Francisco. Yeah. Like bad, and I don't know if Dallas stood in, in in California or if they came back and they're flying back out there. But they were just out there in California. Now they got to go back and play the Chargers. The one thing that's in their favor is that stadium will probably be full of Cowboys fans. Let's let's be real. Chargers ain't selling shit as far as the stadium goes. No, nah, they are not selling out anything. So that might be their saving grace. But I agree with you. I got the Chargers winning that one. And uh, any any special parlays you thinking? I was, I was just thinking that the Cowboys and Chargers honestly could be high scoring. You gonna bet the over? It could be high scoring. Over fifty, over under fifty one. Over under is fifty one. I was gonna ask what you were gonna go. I think they go over. You think so? I think so too. I think barely over. Um, you know, I I think the Chargers can score some points. You know, that defense for the Cowboys is different without without Diggs. Yeah, they still scored without him though, but I think it's going to be like 24, 21, maybe maybe even 20. Well, 24, 21 doesn't go over, bro. I mean, I'm sorry, 34. 21? No. 34, 31? No, I forgot. I I said <laughs> <laughs> I said they're going to win by a field goal earlier. Oh, uh, so 34, gotta, 31. No, I got to keep it true. That's not that doesn't feel right to me. Okay, then 31, 28? No, that doesn't feel. They're going to 34, 31? No. That doesn't feel right. It'll come to me. <laughs> twenty four, twenty seven. That hits fifty one right on the button. No, they're gonna be over to fifty one. All right, all right. Well, they're gonna be f- <laughs> no, this motherfucker. <laughs> what, what's the over under that you actually get this shit? Forty two. Jesus, high scoring. You think it's gonna be like that? Defense for the Cowboys scores two touchdowns. I don't think the cow. If the Cowboys defense scores two touchdowns, they're gonna win the fucking game. They are not. I'm just saying. Anywho, Dom. It's horror season. Not horror season. Horror season. Mm-hmm. With that being with it being Friday the thirteenth, which are you side note, we didn't even talk about this. What's your thoughts on Friday the thirteenth, bro? Are you the type that want to stay inside and stay away from shit? Or you 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 don't care about it? You're not superstitious about it. What what are your thoughts on Friday the thirteenth? Very superstitious. <laughs> the writing's on the wall. No, bro, I am not superstitious. Like, it's just another day. Um, I think in my life I'm probably about 50-50, maybe 60-40 for bad to good shit that's happened on Friday the 13th. Okay. But I'm not very superstitious when it comes to that. I do like it, though. I honestly think that Halloween shouldn't be the 31st. It should be Friday the 13th. Yeah, but it only happens in October once every so often. That's the only time that we need Halloween. Is just the one time every so often. Yeah, you're a dick. Get, your kids love Halloween. No, they don't. They, I bet they, they do. really. No, they really don't. I bet they do. DJ doesn't want to do nothing. DJ doesn't want to do nothing with you. No, bro. I'm <laughs> telling you, he doesn't like Halloween. So 
with Halloween just being a few weeks away, bro, mm-hmm. what do you consider scary. the scariest horror movies of all time? Debbie Does Dallas. Oh, you said horror. Movies. Horror, not horror movies, you whoa, imbecile. Whoa, whoa, she is a nice young lady now. Um, honestly, bro, for me, the scariest movies are always the ones that involve kids. <laughs> I don't know why, but whenever a kid is possessed, shout out to the buffs, got another touch. Hell man. yeah. They're running it up tonight. Let's run it up, baby. They should, though. Let's um, do it. One more step, boy, eligibility, boy. But the thing is, bro, is like they're always scary. So I think about like the first Insidious was kind of scary. Yup. Um, what about Pet Cemetery? They got a new one. Have you checked it out? No, yet? I haven't. Oh, like they just ran the fucking fake and got the two point conversion. Yeah. Insidious was scary. Like the pet cemeteries back in the day. The children of the corns used to be scary. To Malachi, me. bro. Yeah, like back <laughs> in the my day. Son's name too. Um, but the scariest movie of all time. Damn, that's tough. Because I'm, I'm not gonna lie. I'm kind of a puss when it comes. Let to me ask you a question. Do you consider the Purge movies as like uh, Halloween movies? No. Do you, do you think they're scary? No. You don't think so? No, they're suspenseful. I think that shit's wild, bro, because I, I think when I see scary movies, bro, I think the ones that are the scarier to me, or when I see movies, the movies that are scarier to me that are the ones really that happen. can be real, bro, that can, should be, can be some shit that but goes that down. that can be. You don't think the purse can happen? I mean, I'm in, not, not necessarily. in all of your conspiracy theorist heads, yes, but no, it's Dude, never going to happen, bro. Not in the, not in the way they say. It's, it's not going to happen how, it, how, it's, how it's. Right. I'm not saying it's going to be the same exact way as they say it in the movie, but you act like some motherfuckers can't just come through some neighborhoods, start causing all kinds of ruckus, and really start fucking some havoc, bro. Yeah, but that's no longer fucking The Purge. That's now Strangers, right? Wasn't that the movie where they come to your crib and they just start killing shit? I don't even remember. That Maybe. was strangers. That one was kind of coo- cuckoo because I agree with you. Like, <laughs> fools just show up at your crib and all of a sudden they're robbing you and trying to put you in your safe. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, yeah. I pop that thing, boy. Um, what about you? You didn't say yours, though. Well, I was going to get to mine, bro. I was just asking you the purge because that shit's kind of kind of freaky to me, bro. Like, it's some real shit scenarios that can happen and do it's you, not too far fetched. Do you consider Jaws? Nah, bro. I think Jars is just motherfuckers that don't like swimming. <laughs> That's me. <laughs> but hey, there's something to be said about being on some dark water and not knowing what's underneath you, though. You know what I mean? We went on a we went on some paddle boats up at Grand Lake one time, bro, and that water is dark. Yeah, I don't like it. Cold and dark, and you're just like, fuck, dude, there might be something underneath here. Um, I saw a meme today where it was like my, the most irrational thought as a kid, and it's like a kid in the deep end, and there's a shark in the deep end. <laughs> um, I don't know. I love the Conjuring series, bro. I thought the Conjuring series is dope. The old Exorcist movie used to scare the shit out of me. Do you remember Puppet Masters? Mm-hmm. That that one was, it was a little scary. I love the Halloween series. Um, what about The Ring? The ring was hey the ring hey when it first came out it was kind of scary yo the ring was it bro were you like a Blair Witch Project kind of no nah, I thought that movie was fucking stupid yeah I, I thought it was like, dumb I was like what's the bitch keep shaking the camera and shake her <laughs> <laughs> that was like somebody's first attempt at making a big like the YouTubers now yeah you for know sure what I mean? like, for sure um, what about Friday the Thirteenth you ever fuck with those I do I, I like do. I like Jason takes on Manhattan when he punches the dude's head off. The only thing, this is another reason why I don't like horror movies and kind of what you said, the fakeness of them, like the unreal, like this dude's going to catch me. I'm running a four four forty, yeah, and he's walking <laughs> and this boot's catching me, dog. Like what? Well, there's a difference between like 70s and 80s horror flicks versus like 2000s, you know, the more modern ones, dude, there's more like that flash gore, bro, that fucking scares you. Whereas like it's just some... 
some stupid shit. You dude. know what's also the problem with scary movies nowadays? What? Is they don't have the random titty like the old school movies, do. <laughs> like Texas Chainsaw Massacre, where just, she just flashes them. You know what I'm saying? Like they don't got those random titty shots in the horror movies no more. It's just all fake ass killings, bro. Just be random sex going on for no yeah, reason, like, like you know, someone getting it in, and then all of a sudden Jason comes popping oh, through the glass and fuck. ruins it. Don't even get the finish. Yeah. Don't even get the finish. Um, what about uh, you know what you scare me as a kid was Nightmare on Elm Street just because man I used to be afraid to go to sleep sometimes after watching those. Freddy was always the scariest. Bro, attacking you in your sleep. Yeah, ah, that's the scary you shit. You know right what there. else used to be scary back in the day is Candyman to me. Yo, Candyman had to run. Candyman was like Candyman. Can't I remember? I used to be. Little you ever played Bloody Mary as a kid? Yeah. Fucking go in the bathroom and say that shit three times and oh, wait for that bitch like, to scratch you. All kinds of different shit. So Ouija fake, board, bro. Right as a feather, stiff as a board. Me and Mario one time. Boy, <laughs> I don't even know. Fuck it. We played at the Ouija port in my backyard one time, dude. And that shit. Oh, I remember. You guys told me the story. Off I that, had so. some wild ass dreams that night. After that, boy, yeah. that shit was weird, dude. But um, Rotten Tomatoes put out a list. I'll play. The, I'll read the list real quick. Um, should I go backwards or forward? Winnie the Pooh should be the worst one ever. <laughs> Starting from the back, they had the brand new It from 2017 at 10, Insidious at number 9, Sinister at number uh, number 8, Halloween from 1978. Uh, the original Halloween was number 7. Uh, the Ring was number 6, so you mentioned The Ring. Uh, definitely got some, uh, some notoriety. The original Texas Chainsaw Massacre from titties. 34. Told you those <laughs> The Shining from it was number four. Shout out to the Stanley Hotel. The Conjuring was number three. Hereditary was number two, and The Exorcist was number one according to Rotten Crazy. Tomatoes. Yo, Exorcist was fucking scary, bro. Hey, did I ever? Uh, so, I'll get a little story for you. So one time, right. You know, shout out to my bro-in-law, Frank Dardano. Shout out to my mother-in-law, too. I love you to death, but this is going live right now. <laughs> <laughs> so one time, right, he hits me with the line, your mother sucks cock and howl. <laughs> and, and I just nonchalantly say, yeah, well, your mother sucks cock here on earth. <laughs> Ended the conversation right there. Mic drop. Over with discussion, <laughs> bro. That shit was the best line I ever came back with. I ain't gonna lie, that was a good one, bro. You holding on to that one, huh? Yeah, that's that's your claim to fame, isn't it? Nah, but Frank will tell you about it a few times. <laughs> Stupid. Shout out, bro. Hey, um, so as we wrap up, man, we get to that point. Unless there's something else you want to say about horror movies and scary movies? Nah, there. I mean, nope. Okay, so you sent me over that little video earlier. I thought it was interesting, basically announcing that Shaq and AI are teaming up with Reebok, uh, relaunching Shaq's line of shoes, mm -hmm. or a Shaq line of shoes. Um, you had a great, a great mailbag question for us today. Yeah, you know, with this being said, obviously Shaq had his, you know, his run at shoes. And shout out to that, too, because he got signed by Reebok originally, said, yo, his mom's. Was like the shoes are too fucking expensive, Shaq. Dumbass. And then they started selling their shoes and came at came apart. I mean Kmart, excuse me. <laughs> you know why I call it came apart? Because nah. everything you buy from there then came apart. <laughs> yeah, no, for sure. But it started selling his shoes at Kmart at a, at an affordable price. So shout out to Shaq for doing that, taking you know that out. Look at these jackasses. That's kind of where he should have put them, though. Really, you know what I mean? Because yep. they were whack, bro. Like it was like the you wasn't you wasn't dunking on motherfuckers with those. Nah, bro. I you couldn't dunking. dunk on motherfuckers except for donuts, huh? 
Yeah, shit. Put me in a pair of fucking. <laughs> put me in a pair of Jordans or put me in a pair of phone posits and I'm flying. So, I, so I bet you was a dude that used to get the. Let me pump up real quick. Oh, I was. Have you ever seen the super? <laughs> no. Yeah. <laughs> with, was, uh, with Pesci. Yeah, I was the super, bro. Fucking love that movie, Living bro. Live and direct. No, but my question for you is: AI had his run. Shaq had his run at shoes. Who, not named Jordan, put out. The best shoe by an athlete ever. I'll tell you what, man. These days, these days, I'm very partial to the New Balances and the Air Monarchs from Nike, the dad shoes. And <laughs> shits are legit, dog. This fool hey, is trying to hey. hit me with my grandma's Tempur-Pedic <laughs> Dr. Scholl's bullshit. Get the uh, fuck out of here. But I have to say, bro, I'm a sucker for some old school Shalto Adidas. I know there was no athlete that didn't necessarily put those out. Um, the old Chuck Taylors, uh, those those are dope. Um, can't forget about them Air Force Ones, mm-hmm. you know. But my favorite from an athlete not named Michael has to be them old Air Penny Fives, the yeah. bright ass orange Penny Fives. Yeah, no, the pennies were dope. You know, that probably was the most a, comfortable shoe I've ever fucking owned. Honestly, there was a lot of shoes that I really liked that weren't Jordans. I'm a big Jordan fan. Yeah. You know, I had the Kobe's, the Moon Boot version, and then I had the later on Adidas, just regular Adidas version. Um, but my all time favorite athlete shoe of all time is the original Ken Griffey Jr. Oh. Those were hard, bro, back in the day. Like the color scheme, everything to go with those were just fire. The big, the Nike swoosh on them, like. And I also like the up Nike up tempos, the Scotty Pippins. Those are hard too. Yeah. They have some slides they just came out with. Forget about it. Let me ask you a question. What's up? Another mailbag question. If Ken Griffey Jr. doesn't get injured in Cincinnati the number of times that he did, is he the all time home run king? And is he go down as the greatest baseball player to ever live? That's the kid. And that's kind of hard. It's kind of a cheat one because I think anybody from our generation, Ken Griffey was kind of like a Jordan or like a Kobe. Like he you was, talk about bringing, you talk about Coach Prime bringing swag to college football like and he, being game changing. Yeah, he like, was that dude. He was the dude backwards from, hat. Yeah, like uh, and 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 he moved. He young, went to Cincinnati. Young Dom, young Dom answers yes easily. He went to Cincinnati, bro, and lost about three years. Yeah, Young Dom to says, injury. Young Dom says yes. Old Dom says it would have been tough. It would have been tough, bro. I think Bond still puts up the numbers because, you know, whether or not you consider the juice or whatever, you know, Griffey's never had any suspicion on that kind of stuff. He has and had the sweetest swing in baseball. Oh, bar pause. nothing. The sweetest swing? No pause there. That was a little pause the way you said it. I no, dude. You can watch it back on film. We got it live in 4K. That's baby. being phobic. Whoa, now you're just That's being phobic. <laughs> <laughs> but no, I just it's just no, interesting because you did. think about athletes, like you think about the greatest athletes to get robbed from time because of injury. You know, you think about Bo Jackson. Mm, that's another dope shoe, by the way. Bo knows shoes. Bo knows <laughs> Bo. Bo, dude. Bo is probably the best athlete to ever play sports. <sighs> And, I mean, and I'm not just saying that as a Raider fan. I, I would like to have been able to go back and see, and I'm sure we can watch old film of like Jesse Owens. Uh, we can watch old film of um, Jim Brown because 
But them, them they, dudes was pretty athletic too. And and but did they dominate like he did in multiple sports? Jesse Owens did. Not like Bo. Man, you go pull up Jesse Owens. No, I'm 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 not beast, but Bo, bro, is is Jesse Owens he, did he it in was, a different time too. He, he was different. Bo was definitely different because he did it like. Just effortlessly. What about Coach Prime? I know he didn't. He wasn't an All Star in both, but I mean, Coach Prime played in in a NFL game or in a World Series game in a in the NFL game in like the same freaking day. But he didn't break a bat and run up a ball. <laughs> Who broke a bat and run up and ran up the fucking outfield wall? Who has done that in in in, in I think, Major League I think, Baseball? I think Bo Jackson's more in, more impressive. More impressive. Um, sight to see stats are his his you know his ability to actually fucking hit the baseball. Yeah, but how many players in the history have done those things that I mentioned? Uh, in baseball, I'm sure there's a lot of kids that broke bats. Go find out if Griffey Griffey ran through the fucking wall. <laughs> he ran so did, through the so fucking did, wall. So did Bo when we were playing Seattle. He ran right to the locker room because they couldn't stop. Him. Um, no, no. I think there's a debate. There's a lot of athletes. You could put women in there too, and some yeah. of the best athletes yeah. of all time. So that's a long conversation. Maybe another male. It just sucks, bro. Because you know what, man, that'd have been great to see them guys. It would have. But you're right, bro. Another time, another mailbag question. Just imagine seeing him and Marcus Allen together, like for real. Talk about rich getting richer, boy. They didn't, they didn't deserve that shit. But Dom, it's, <laughs> it's about that time, bro. That time that we do that thing that we do and check out. So before we check out. What's wrong, man? What's wrong? Why you look at me like that for? How dare you? What'd I say? You know what you said. What'd I say? They didn't deserve it. They didn't deserve that. Yo, shout outs to Inkless Laser, Icon Sales and Boxing, Anytime Flood Restoration, Zach G and the Play Harder Podcast, Rebel Promotions, Black Sevens, Janice's Catering, Lash All Beauty, Cutthroat Barbers and Anglers, The Canyon Fly Shop, Colorado Wolfpack Football. Yay, yay. And, and we're going to play harder this weekend, baby. Special shout out. DNA Sports Denver.com. Make sure y'all go over there. Don't forget about what we got going on now. Go over there, check the website, schedule yourself a training session, but also hit up DNA Sports Denver.com forward slash ask DNA. Share with us your nightmare tattoo stories. Show us a picture of your nightmare tattoo. Enter yourself in the drawing to win a hundred dollar gift card towards tattoo removal, courtesy of Inkless Laser Tattoo Removal. But you can't do it unless you also go to our YouTube channel, like, right. comment, and subscribe on one of our videos. Go to our social media, start up. to follow us, say what's up. Go to Inkless's social media and do the same thing, and then you might have a chance. And then you might have a chance, man. For my brother Don. Hey, I'm out. It's been another one. We out this motherfucker. Yeah. Peace. <laughs>